Hey everybody, this is Justin E. Professor, and this week we are talking about conferences. Now before we talk about that, I just wanted to apologize to everyone. I know I have not been on here as consistently as I should be. I'll be honest, January has just gotten away from me. Uh, it's really no excuse, and I totally get that. It just proved to me I've got to build better systems, and that's what I'm doing right now is building better systems. So just bear with me while we get through those growing pains. But this week, what we are talking about is conferences, and we are in conference season, which means we need to prepare how to get ready for them so we can get the most out of them, and that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the E-Professor Real Estate Podcast. My name is Justin Lefby, and I'm a realtor, trainer, and coach. My sole purpose here is to take my many years in real estate, as well as my even many more years as a trainer, and get you to your goals and beyond. I'm going to do this by talking about business, growth development, branding, marketing, you know, basically all successful things that entrepreneurs are doing today. And hey, since I'm your tech guy, there's going to be tech thrown in here as well. So let's go. Hey, hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is Justin, the E-Professor. And today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about getting ready for conference season. This is the season that we're in. Um, I'm already starting to see franchises come out and starting to have their events. You're going to start to see them come out there. It will be um, a little different this year. It's going to be probably more virtual than we've ever been used to. We did see that a little bit in the last year. Actually, last year, this time, we were seeing a lot of conferences canceled. We weren't sure how to handle things like that. And now this year, you are seeing almost all of them, or at least a majority of them, actually come out there and actually start to create uh, virtual events. And they're going to be hosted in different formats, different tools, um, using Zoom, not using Zoom, using other tools like Hopin or other such virtual conferencing softwares that are out there. And I just thought it would be a really good opportunity to have a conversation with us about how we can get the most out of these events these days, how we can actually come out there and make sure we're going into the event and making sure we get something from the event. And I think that's really a big key. Um, some of these techniques and tactics that we'll talk about today, now this will be a shorter session, probably 20-ish minutes or so. But one of the things that we will uh, cover in here is just techniques that should not only transform if you're meeting in person, but definitely from a virtual perspective. And we will we'll cover that for you and kind of show you how to navigate around. Um, we'll talk about six ways to get that down. If you are listening live, there's a few people here. If you are listening live, please ask any questions while we're doing this during the session. I'm happy to answer anything we can for you. I am watching those formats at all times. They are out here and ready to go. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is 
step one, which is, should be always step one for everything that we do in here, know our goals. If we are going to go to these events, we are going to spend the money to be a part of this event. Even if it's free, our time is money. So if we are going to these events, what's our goal? What are we trying to get out of it? Is it um, certain knowledge that we are trying to gain? Is it is it um, people that we're trying to meet? Is it exhibitors we're trying to meet? Is it a networking group, right? What are those goals that we are trying to accomplish? Now, I'm going to recommend, in all due candor, having a couple goals in place, right? Hopefully, you're going to have topics that you want to learn, right? How to get better in converting business, how to generate more leads, how to um, network more efficiently, right? There's going to be topics. Know what that topic is and know what your intent to come out of there. So when you're seeing classes and you're seeing them out there, you're going to come out because there's going to be tens, hundreds of classes available to you when you're at these events. And you got to be really kind of uh, pinpointed on what you're going to come out of this. So that's really one of the biggest things I think is to know where your knowledge set is that you're trying to grow. But I also think, especially today in a virtual environment, when you go to these networking events, you're going to want to have a networking goal. How many people am I going to meet? What is my outcome I'm actually trying to accomplish with this, right? Now, there are two, three, four hundred probably different strategies people are going to come up with and tell you how you should handle this and how you want to do this. What I'm going to tell you right now is this. It's really pretty simple. Come with a goal. Come with an idea of how many people are going to come out there. Now, I'm going to tell you two distinctly different personality profiles that will come out there to these goals for networking. You're going to get some people that I call the blackjack dealers, right? When they go to these events, they're trying to hand out as many business cards as they can possibly hand out, and they're going to hand every card to you. Um, Some people do have success with that. I, I really haven't seen many that have success with that, but I'm sure someone can email me and tell me, that they've done well by just handing out cards all over the place. The problem with that, st- that my personal opinion of the problem with that technique is when you're doing this, you're not really forming a relationship, right? You're not really doing that. Vice versa, I think where I've seen the most effect of people when they're out there in there and you're doing the networking goals is to, you know, key on, you know, three, five, six people that you want to meet throughout the session that you can actually form a relationship where you can have a strong conversation with. Now, to get to six people, you're going to have to meet a lot more than six. But you do want to make sure you're you're coming with intent, forming that relationship, knowing them, knowing what their goals are, how we can help each other, right? You want to have these questions in place. Ask powerful questions. I always think the most powerful questions we can ask people around the area is, what are your goals and how can I help you achieve them, right? I think those are really two big goals. I always think as well as if I'm the networker, if I get the other person to talk more than me, I've done my job. So kind of come at it from that perspective. Well, but have a networking goal that comes out there. Also have a goal, but how many exhibitors you're going to want to meet, right? We have a ton of places that come out there with many, many exhibitors that are out there. And when you meet with these exhibitors, it is really pretty powerful and it's really pretty good that you can do these things. But one of the things that you want to look at in there is come with intent, right? Because every exhibitor is trying to sell you as well as they should. They should try to sell you their product because they believe their product is great and can solve all your woes. The reality is you have to know where your woes are before you're going to try to solve those. So I always encourage you to meet the exhibitors for really two reasons. One, 
they're here supporting the business, right? They're paying to be a part of this. If they weren't doing this, the odds are one of two things would happen. The conference would be really much more expensive or two, it would not happen at all. And two, you want to get out there and meet the exhibitors so you get to know what they offer and find out if there is a match for your needs, right? You want to come out there and find out if there is something that is satisfying your niche out there. Uh, okay. So that's the first thing. That's exhibitors. Now, the, the other thing in here, as far as goals, I think you want to set up another goal in here as well, um, is find out what the speakers you want to hear. Find those people that you want to hear, the people that you relate to, that 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 speak into you and speak into your heart. Make sure you go to them and make sure you listen to them. And even if you get an opportunity to network with those folks, so sometimes they will have networking events, go to them. Try to get in talk with them and have those conversations. So those are kind of like the four main goals I think people should do. Again, it's what are the topics you want to learn? Make sure you come out there. How many people do you want to meet? Um, what exhibitors do you want to make sure you see? And then um, what speakers do you want to hear, right? I think those are the three, four that you want to try to make sure you got goals and lay them out there from that perspective. And we're going to kind of talk about this towards the end. I think this is uh, is important to have these goals because it lays into some of the future topics that we're going to talk about. Um the second thing you want to do before you go into the event, start researching what this event is doing. And, you know, obviously you're going to it because you already probably do have an idea what it's doing. Right. But what I mean by that is learn how they're communicating with the audience already. Is there a hashtag you should be following on social media? Are they having a, a social media platform where they're prepping and doing this? Are there um, ambassadors that are working the program that are helping with that. Could you be an ambassador, right, to help promote the program? They do this a lot of times. So start learning about that. Get onto their platforms and start interacting and getting engaged before it gets started. For those of people that are creating conferences or starting to find those ambassadors now, folks, because that's what's going to help you get that momentum going strong. But for us as normal people, find out how they're communicating with you. Find out how they are actually working the environment and get in there and be part of those conversations. Hashtag is one of the easiest ways. Some tools do other things. Some people will do other type of programs. I would suspect we're going to see new programs in the virtual world come out to play along this line, but get onto their website, learn how they're communicating with you even before the conference starts. So learn about what's going on in that real. So that's the second step. Third step is this. The third step is have a business card. Now we all have business cards, right? We all have we all have our business cards. But now what you want to have is you want to have a digital business card, right? You need to have that digital business card so when you're reaching out to people on these locations, they can come out there and they can find these solutions quickly. Um, in the blog that will be associated with this coming out on Monday. What you will see in there is a couple of links that I will share with you that have different ones out here. But a couple examples of this would be um, Hi Hello is a digital business card. Blue Social is a business card that has a digital solution. Linktree is another one. About Me is another one. We have several solutions out there that will actually have a digital business card where you can share it with people. And now they'll have your contact information and also learn a little bit about yourself. You do want to have this digital solution at hand. 
in your business. Um, it has never been more prevalent of a need than it has today. And you're going to see this jump into the forefront very, very quickly. So find out which one it is you want to use. Go after it. Um, almost all of them have a free solution, but to get to where you probably want to be with it, there will probably be a a fee to it. You know, it's usually somewhere between 20 and 40 bucks for the year is probably what you will see for that. But you're going to want to have something along those lines that actually make this work for you. Again, Blue Social, Linktree, About Me, Hi, Hello is another one. There's a bunch out there. Find the one that you works. But again, go back to learning about the event. They may actually be encouraging a particular digital business card platform that makes it easy amongst the group in itself. So you may want to watch that one as well. The next thing you will see in here is you want to actually take advantage of the networking events that go out there. And this one gets to be tough right now. And I'm, I'm speaking not only from behalf of encouraging you to do it, but on behalf of going to these conferences and really struggling to make time to make this happen, right? You know, we're sitting in front of the computer like I am today with you and talking to everybody. And one of the things that we are seeing in these events is that the the networking is is coming out because, you know, they're home. They're not at the location wherever this networking event is at. And now when you're sitting here, okay, now it's four o'clock and now I've got to go do my appointments because that's what I can do. Now it's virtual. So these networking events aren't happening as much, but I still think the importance of it is hugely powerful. Now, usually what you're seeing happen is you're seeing about three different opportunities for networking events during a conference strategy in the morning at lunchtime, um, during the set, you know, in between the sessions recess, so to speak, you'll see them. And then you'll see one in the evening. You know, if you want to be a part of all of them, I would encourage it incredibly. Those networking events are some of the best opportunities to know who's in there chatting with other people, building a referral network. Having that stuff out there is an absolute tremendous opportunity for you. But if you can't do that, right, if you know what your schedule is and since you are doing this from home and you're watching it virtually, then pick one a day that you're going to do one, you know, morning, lunch, noon, recess, whatever it is, pick one of them and go after it and go after it with intensity, right? Go after them and try to meet as many people as you can effectively. Remember, you have a goal to form strong relationships by knowing who they are, where their goals, and how you guys can help each other. You want to make sure you absolutely try to handle that. But make sure you attend those networking events because that is going to be a huge opportunity for you and your business. Um, I can't tell you how much it has helped me in the past by being a little intentional about my business in trying to build referral networks because I still have people across the country that will communicate and refer back and forth to. It helps out tremendously. Now, the next one's a little tougher for some of us, and I'm going to be very blunt about this on here. One, make sure your tech is ready and make sure you are ready, <laughs> right? When you're coming to this event, dress the way you want to present because I'm going to tell you as far as the tech goes and you're doing this virtually and you're having this on camera, be camera ready because your camera needs to be on. No one wants to talk to your name on the screen. They want to talk to you. They want to see who you are. They want to see what's going on. I know some of us are very nervous and shy about this part of the environment. I'm going to tell you pretty bluntly about this. Get over it. Uh, make sure you are 
properly ready to go. You feel you're ready to go. So if that means dressing like you're going to go do showings or go meet clients and have that outfit on, have that ready to go. And I would recommend, even if you don't want to do that, still do it anyways. Be dressed, ready to go in the environment because you're forming a relationship with these people. You're starting to have this conversation and you they want to see you as much as you want to see them. And have that out there. So your tech, make sure you got a good, make sure you got your camera ready. Make sure your microphones are working. So when you come in there, test all that stuff out. Make sure you're ready to go. Make sure you know how to mute yourself, (laughs) right? If there's background noise going on all the time, make sure you have that. I actually have what's called a Blue Yeti mic. There's a little mute button that happens. I just muted myself and you guys didn't hear me say anything because I can hit that mute button instantaneously. And I can set that up so I can have that conversation. You'll notice I always wear an earplug. Now, many, many computers th- will allow and that echo will go away. It doesn't have that reverb in place anymore. They've learned how to remove it from the online system. I still think a microphone or a headset with whatever you're doing is tremendously helpful because you still get a little bit of that reverb back. You still get a little bit of that echoing back and forth if you don't have the right setups, the system setup or the software isn't allowing for that to pick up. So having a headset of some sort that goes in there is fine. And again, even if it's a wraparound headset, don't worry about it. We're all getting used to it and it all works. And you want to make sure you can hear as well as be heard very, very effectively. Make sure your computer is running. Make sure your network is going. Make sure the people around you and the family you have and your kids aren't trying to take up all the network speed because they want to play Call of Duty or whatever the latest game is out there. Make sure you have that in place and you're ready to use that. So make sure you have that stuff running and network. And if you have to, plug in hardwire, right? It is possible for most of us and most of our computers will have that ability. Plug in hardwire if you have to. And do this ahead of time. I always do this. I've come from a training background, a very long technical years of training background. I'm always at my locations 30 minutes early because if something needs to be figured out, I can figure it out. And you probably want to do the same thing. Maybe 30 minutes is not necessary, but I would say easily at least 15 minutes early, be there, ready to go, have this stuff set up and have your tech ready to go. Because again, if we're going to be intentional, we need to not only listen with all intent, we also need to come out there and present and talk with the same intensity, right? We need to have that same intent with everything we do, which goes to a side tip. I want to make sure everybody goes and understands with this tech in here, make sure when you're going to these conferences and you're doing this stuff, you're in a place that doesn't have a hundred distractions sitting around us. Make sure we don't have all this stuff in place that is distracting us, um, the people walking back in and out of the room, other things going on, the TV in the background. You know, I'm not looking at my phone all times, but that phone, flip it over. Because if you're at a conference, you need to be there in 10. And I don't care if you're really here virtually, which is what we're talking about today, or if you're actually at a conference, put that phone away when you're in the classroom. Put that phone away when you're networking with the people. Be there, be present in the environment. That's when you're going to get the most out of it. Which goes to the next thing in here is take great notes, right? Have whatever tools you need to have. Make sure you know the conference rules as far as recording goes, as far as audio or video recording. Some conferences have very strict rules about this. Make sure you want to go. Most will let you audio record. And there are actually some very, especially on the Apple side, there are some very awesome apps that will let you take notes and audio record at the same time and it'll timestamp. It's really pretty cool. 
I use Evernote quite a bit for this stuff. I do that quite a bit. I'm also starting to use some other tools out there and play around to see if they're helping a little bit more. And if I discover I like them, I'll let you know in a future podcast. But have these out there. Have notes. Have your big notebook of stuff and start taking the notes. Tag them. Flag them. You know, index your sheets the way you need to. Do what you need to do. I do everything digitally because I can search for it. But if you're a writer, write it. But take good notes and be there and make sure, again, make sure you're present in there and doing this. And then the last thing to talk about, and we're just about done. I told you this was not going to be as long of a session is, and it's not even as long as I thought it was going to be. Here's, And I think this is the biggest thing I want to make sure we understand. Because one of the things that I find right now with the virtual conferences, although I still find them extremely valuable, I get to meet people in across the country, across the world in many situations. Many of these conferences are having higher than ever attendance, right? They're having extremely great turnout, which will probably mean virtual to some degree will stay in some way or another, right? It's not going to go away. Because for these organizations, the attendance has has been so powerful for them. And it's been a huge motivator for them. But the one thing I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to see with these conferences in person versus virtually, and I've talked to many people and, and I can't find someone that will disagree with me on this, is when you're doing this and, and you're doing this virtually, it's powerful, right? We're still learning a lot and we're coming out motivated and we're coming out energized and it's it's a good event, but it's not the same. It's not the same as if we were doing this in person. Every time I went to a national conference, a franchise conference, a local conference, you always came out of that event ready to just, just kill it, right? You're ready to just go knock on every door, call every phone call, Right, we're ready to do all these things out here and make sure that's happening. In this situation now, you don't quite feel, I don't that energy doesn't doesn't come as strong. Hopefully it lasts longer, right? Because I also seen with the conferences the burnout was fast, right? So you got in there a month later people were like, "Yeah, I'm not doing it anymore," right? The, the the energy was gone. Hopefully what I'm seeing now though is some of the things that we're doing is getting put in place is going to keep it to last longer. Maybe it's not as strong, but it lasts longer. The burnout phase takes a little bit longer to go. But to help ensure that you don't lose that energy, what I'm going to recommend is is really one way, is one thing, but maybe you do it a, a couple different ways. The first thing I want to recommend is build some sort of follow-up program. If a bunch of you locally are going to a conference online or you're doing this stuff, or even if you're going in person, it doesn't really matter for this. But if you're going somewhere, team up together, meet with everybody ahead of time, talk about what you're hoping to get out of this, you know, build that accountability, so to speak. Go to the event and then meet with them after. Have a scheduled set of plans to meet with them every month, every week, every two weeks, whatever it may be. Meet with them and talk about what you're what you learned and what you're doing to accomplish those tasks right? Make sure you're coming out there. Another way of looking at that is when you do the networking event in the group, try to form a, a what I'm calling a mentorship group. Really what I would call it is a workshop, right? I would call it a conference workshop group, right? Where you are actually trying to meet with the people that came to the event that you have never met before, that you can, again, do the same thing. You're going to come out there and you're going to make sure that you're saying what I learned, what I'm doing based on what I learned, 
And what are the outcomes of it so far, right? We want to kind of talk about some of these events like that and make sure we can keep that momentum, that energy keep going. And having someone to do this with is definitely going to be a huge key for us. So that's the last thing. Keep that going. So the six steps, and we're just about done here, folks. The six steps are this. Know your goals. Know what you're trying to learn, what you're, who you're trying to meet, the exhibitors you want to get to, and the speakers you want to see. You also want to make sure you learn about the event ahead of time. So learning how the group is communicating with you, how you can interact with the, with the conference itself. Maybe they have tips and tricks on those websites. Get in there and get involved and make sure you understand that. Have some sort of digital business card for you, right? Again, there are tools out there. Blue Social, Linktree, About Me, Hi, Hello. There's a ton. Use the one that makes sense to you. Again, maybe your conference already has one they're recommending. Make sure you do the networking events. If you can't do them all, pick at least one a day that you're going to do and do it full force, right? Morning, evening, recess, dinner, whatever it may be. Make sure your tech is working and have that camera on. Have the camera on. That is one of the best things you can do. I can't tell you from a teacher's perspective um, how often and how too often I see not enough cameras on when we're talking, right? They just have that. You're just listening and they're doing what they're doing. And that's fine. But when we're doing this and we're in conferences and we're there in person, we're going to see they're going to see our face every day. It's the same thing you should do when you're doing a virtual conference. Same thing. And then take great notes. Be intentional while you're doing what you're doing. And then the last thing we just got done talking about is have some sort of follow-up program you're going on, either with a group of local people you know, or I think really what I would really truly encourage is try to meet people in the conference and try to get them to work together, work together and have these conversations. You'll build lifelong relationships and a really good referral network. With that, if anybody has questions that is listening live, let me know. I'm happy to talk about it, go over it with you. But that is what we had for today, and I do see a few people watching. So that is awesome. I appreciate people being on here live with me at all times. But that is really it for today. This was a quick one. I just want to check, make sure I'm not missing anything. There we go. Cool. All right. So everybody have a great day. We will see you at the next one. By the way, folks, this is a podcast as well. So find me on all the podcasting platforms. I do try to do this weekly live. It hasn't happened as much lately. And I do apologize for that. In um, January, I just got overloaded with training. It was a great January, but unfortunately, my I got to improve my systems like everybody else. I got to find ways to improve my systems because my January got beat up on me and I did not have time to stay on top of this. And this is a major focus for me my, is to help everybody in here listening. So understand that I'm doing this. I apologize for not being on more often. I will definitely do that. If you guys have anything you want to listen to, write it to me. If you have things you want me to talk about, I'm happy to talk about them. Tech personal, professional growth, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about it, but um, I do apologize for that. But you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all the platforms, all the platforms, not Clubhouse yet, but I'm hoping to get on there as soon as they open that up to the Android world. And then obviously I'm a podcaster as well, as far as this material goes. 
And you can find me on all the podcasting platforms, iTunes, Apple, or that same thing, Google, Spotify, uh, Pandora. They're on all of them. So join me, find me, 